a ho ho honoka, and Dream Eater Merry Christmas to everyone. I'm Chorpsaway. And I'm Jordan. <laughs> and it's time to look forward to the winter 2015-2016 season of anime. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's getting close to Christmas time, and anime's going to start uh, early in January. So we thought it better to get it out now, kind of figure out what we're looking forward to as we near the end of this fall season and the end of the year. Yes. I know I want to edit an episode on Christmas. Right, exactly. Christmas is a time for you to listen to our hard work. Right. Not for us to be doing the hard work. So, we we have all of the anime uh, of winter 2015-2016 in front of us. Yep. And we've made a list of uh, which ones we want to watch, which ones we don't want to watch, and which ones uh, maybe we'll watch. Kind of thing. Yep. And I think we'll start with that now. Uh, oh, no news this time? Oh, you know what? Oh, shoot. I forgot to look up news. Oh, no. Give me a second. Well, while you do... While you're looking it up, let's start it right off with the biggest news in anime okay. and manga in decades. Okay, because there is there was a lot of news, and I need to find it real All quick. All right, so... But tell me your news. They're off the boat. Oh, oh you're right. Yep. So, uh, for those unaware of this hot meme, maybe <laughs> you should discuss the, uh, the context in which this is important. Okay, so there's a manga out there, and it's called Berserk, and it's one of the mo- it's one of the foundational like foundation laying manga of the current uh, adult manga scene. It's very important, and a lot of manga are styled after it. Also, um, notoriously long. It is and very notoriously long. delayed. It's been running since the mid '80s, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think back when it first started, it was like, was it ever a weekly series? I think at some I think it was weekly and then it moved to monthly. Yeah, it was weekly then it moved to monthly because Berserk is very intricately drawn. There's a lot of detail on every page and it's just too much for that poor man to keep up with. And as a result of that, uh, Berserk constantly goes on hiatuses and breaks or it goes to like a different updating schedule. Uh, it's a mess. And also, uh, the author is really, really into Idol Master, so every time a new one comes out, <laughs> uh, there probably won't be a, a chapter that month. Yeah, he notorious in just, like, really getting into, uh, Idol Master. Apparently, if you can read his Japanese tweeter, he's just constantly getting into Idol Master and buying merch and stuff. <laughs> kind of like the, uh, the head of, I think, Tekken? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is weird because Berserk is, like, a very serious and very dark. Right, very, like, gritty, like, brutal, bloody. Yeah, no holds barred, that series. Uh, yeah. But, so, this, uh, the series has a pretty slow pace to begin with, and then also it keeps getting, it's on a slow update schedule, and it keeps getting delayed, or there's breaks all the time. So And not always because of Idolmaster. No. I think. It just happens. Um, yeah. So, back in the... A long-forgotten year of 2007, uh, <laughs> the central cast of Berserk got on a big-ass boat on their way to an uh, an island called Elfhelm. Elfheim or Elfhelm? I don't know. One of I think two. it's Elfheim. Elfheim. Um, and they were on that boat for the past seven and a half years, and they finally got off. And that's seven and a half years, including delays. Yeah. But that means people have been waiting. Yeah, people have been waiting. And that's, like, nearly a third of Berserk's, like, time spent in publication, which is pretty ridiculous. Right. 
Also important to keep in mind that they were not just on a boat doing nothing for those seven and a half years, as far as I understand. No, at one point pirates showed up. Okay. That's pretty much it. Other than oh, that, they that were really? just on the boat. <laughs> well, dang. Um, that well, sounds a lot less interesting than I had imagined when people were like, oh, they weren't just on a boat. They got attacked and stuff. They got attacked once. Yeah, well, but it was demon pirates. And it lasted. Oh, okay. It was a long attack. Um, but so that happened in 2000, in 2007, they got on the boat and they finally got uh-huh. off. But it's important, uh, to point out that they first set course for Elfheim, Elfheim in 2002. Okay. So, so they, even before then, they were preparing to get on the boat to the... It took 13 years to get to Alfheim. And apparently, like, the series is supposed to end within the next 5 to 10 years. So Alfheim is the end state, basically. I don't know, but it's, oh. they gotta... maybe? <laughs> so I... is this, like, one piece where they finally hit the place that they're supposed to be, but they're also gonna spend... The next like ten years, just faffing about. Well, they're in the pla- the they're thing. in the half of the center of the planet that they're supposed to be, so they're fifty percent there. Okay. Yeah. So they they have made progress. Mm-hmm. I mean, or, I guess that's good. Or maybe they're further along now, but they're in the new world, which mm-hmm. is where One Piece is somewhere. Right. Well, they didn't they make it past the Grand Line at some point. They're in the Grand Line. That's the name of the area they're in. And there is the old Grand Line, and there is the new Grand Line. And they're <laughs> Wait, in the. What? Well, that's not actually what they're called, but it's divided into two parts. One uh-huh. part is like whatever, and then the other part is just like a pirate war twenty four seven, and that's where they are right now. Right. Okay. Yeah. And in order to get there, they had to go underwater, so they had to get their whole ship coated in a bubble, uh, and they did that. But before they did that, they fucked around for two years off camera because there was a time skip. <laughs> oh, right. The time skip. Yeah. In which I think Brooke became famous. Yes. As a guitarist. And Luffy turned into Greed from <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. And then, like, nothing else happened, right? No. Like, no one else really did anything? Uh, well, Usopp uh, got... He was real... doing that marksman thing. Yeah. <laughs> he got real buff. And then at first it seemed like he had finally caught up, sort of, to the rest of the cast in, like, skill. Uh, mm-hmm. But then he slowly transitioned back into being a one-note joke character. Didn't, uh, shoot, uh, I'm getting, gonna get all of the characters. Uh, Frankie, didn't he become full cyborg? He became, or was that beforehand? he now looks like a really dumb robot. I don't okay. like it at all. He has, like, weird leg braces, which I guess okay, is but because... he wasn't he has... a dumb robot beforehand. No, but he was a cool robot beforehand, and he had, oh, the, okay. he had the duck tail, and he had the, he had the big Popeye arms... And now he mm-hmm. just has blocky robot arms and, like, circular shoulders, and he his head is shaved. Although sometimes it still goes back into the old ducktail when he's, like, super-powered or whatever. Alright. I don't know. Huh. Sanji, like, flipped his hair over, so now the other eye is covered. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone now looks really chubby in the face. I don't know what that is about, but they do. It happens. I think that mm-hmm. I think that's partially part of like uh, Oda just like slowly degrading because he hasn't seen sunlight for maybe like fifteen years. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't he hasn't seen another human being since then, so it's kind of like losing the ability to draw people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you seen how he draws ladies now? Like, well, you know, in the manga, it's actually not that. It is. It's pretty bad, but it's not, but it's as, not bad as bad as, as, as it the is anime. in the anime. Yeah. Oh well, heck. Well, I don't know what happened then. No. It's like <laughs> the de- the devolution of One Piece is like that one part in Shirobako where they show how the animation quality of Jiggly Heaven <laughs> kept going down. Oh, right. When they show Jiggly Jiggly Heaven and it just like melts. Yeah. 
Because they that's, run out of time. That's one piece. Yeah, but have you found You're any news yet, first, folks? Yeah, no, I have a ton of news. Okay, while you're talking about it. thank you. Yeah, sorry, uh, I'm I'm only gonna do news from like December and a little bit before because like there's a lot of news. Okay, but okay, so a lot of it's gonna be stuff about like new releases and stuff. So mm-hmm. first of all, like some big announcements. Uh, I'm guessing based on the popularity of One Punch Man as an anime. Uh, one's other manga, Mob Psycho 100, has gotten a TV anime announced. Oh, okay. By Bones. Cool. And, uh, because that one is not redrawn by another artist, <laughs> right. it's un, it's unknown right now whether or not they're gonna keep the exact same sort of, uh, one style or if they're gonna, like, modernize it and, that like, update it. one style. Right. It doesn't know how to draw, but. <laughs> If I had like, to take a guess, they'll get someone to, like, make it look more like Murata's version of Punch Man. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's not nearly as action-y, so it probably won't be, like, as, I don't know, like, bombastic. Mm-hmm. But definitely he's gonna update it so that it doesn't look quite so, uh, quite so one, Quite so drawn in Adobe Photoshop with just a mouse. <laughs> right. And if you don't know about, uh, Mob Psycho 100, it does not have any mobs in it. Doesn't have a hundred people in it. Not really about psychos. No. So, uh, it revolves around a character named Mob, who, uh, is a boy who explodes if he gets so emotional that his capacity reaches a hundred percent. And so that gives him, like, psychic powers. And there's the title. Yeah, and there's the title. Um... And so it's a lot of this guy just walks around and then he gets so emotionally compromised that he just like destroys a city. So I guess kind of like One that's, Punch Man. Yeah, I was about to say that's basically One Punch Man. <laughs> kind of like One Punch Man except a kid and probably less uh less aliens and such. Maybe. Maybe we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um other announcements. So to I think celebrate the uh the new Steinsgate visual novel. Okay. That's a follow-up, Steinsgate Zero. They're rebroadcasting the original Steinsgate anime, but instead of just doing a rebroadcast where they show the same thing, they're actually going to have new. Uh, they're going to have new content put in, like other routes from the visual novel. Okay, that's cool. Because like, there's there's one true route, and then all the other ones branch off of that and tell side stories that are you know important. Huh. And so. The second to last episode is going to explore other of the side content rather than just going straight for the main content. Hmm. I thought that was like a neat thing for them to do, given that the whole thing is about like time travel and the ability to change futures. That is, that's pretty cool, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, my, Steins gave my favorite commercial for Dr. Pepper. <laughs> do you know about that? No. Where they just literally have Dr. Pepper in the anime? I mean, isn't there also Dr. Pepper in Code Geass? No, that's Pizza Hut. Oh, I, I think. thought there was also Dr. Pepper. There might be. Not. I know Pizza Hut is really big on getting, like, anime to do, um, like, cross-promotion with it. Because mm-hmm. they had, like, Attack on Titan. I think they had Haruhi. They had Code Geass. Did you see that Ford commercial that used Dragon Ball Z footage? I did. I did see the Ford commercial <laughs> with Krillin. Yeah. This is good. It was a good time. I'm glad that that exists. Yeah, and is real. Right. 
some other announcements. I don't know if we talked about this last time. Uh, did Trigger's newest anime get announced by the time we had our last podcast? I, I don't think so. I think we talked about Trigger be, having doing another having anime. a new anime. Yeah, but not about the specifics. But it officially been announced. It's called Kiz Neighbor. Mm-hmm. It has been announced, and it is full of the edgiest characters <laughs> I've ever read about. Yeah. <laughs> like, all of them are just like, uh, they're emotionless and cruel, and that's it. It's like, yeah, one of the characters like, oh, uh, they're super, they have no emotion, and then the other character's like, they have even less emotion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have the main character who's like, uh, his sense of pain, his own feelings are dull, his moods barely fluctuate, and then the next char- the next main character is like, she's even more emotionless than the first <laughs> character and feels no human kindness. It's like, I I really wish Kill a, or uh, Studio Trigger would stop like hiring twelve year olds to write their <laughs> anime ideas. Just nick it off of fanfiction.net. Basically, so this is another original series in the vein of uh, like Kill a Kill. Yeah. So who knows how it's going to turn out? Probably not very good. But no. hey, who knows? Still waiting on Trigger to save anime. When's it going to yeah. happen? Uh, God, I don't know. They have like a lot of big names working on this new uh anime too that's a real shame because they have like people they um they have a the script writer is the person who did like uh anohana uh-huh. and like the anthem of the heart which are big like real like heavy drama bomb sort of series mm. which seems weird and then they also have like um they have the person who did haiku and death parade doing the music oh what they have like a an astounding cast, especially since Kill la Kill was funded basically on nothing. Yeah. So it seems really strange. Uh, also, in announcement news... Oh, be, be, hold on, before oh, we move on, okay. uh, I want to say that uh, Kid's Neighbor looks like it's going to be even worse than Kill la Kill. Because it doesn't even have the like pretty decent aesthetic design that Kill la Kill has. It just looks like super generic, like, uh, sort of online... Kids sci-fi-ish like a lot of really straight long lines just not a lot of blue mm-hmm. and a lot of white not interesting <laughs> yeah yeah i it definitely does not have the same sort of like kick to it no that even like kill a kill had where it was very i guess stylized yeah so uh another announcement news uh danganronpa 3 exists mm-hmm. has been announced as a game also the anime was greenlit which seems strange because they did not greenlit a green light an anime for the second Danganronpa. Oh, it's, oh, huh. Well, isn't that one supposed to be not as good? Well, yeah, yes, but I mean, like, how did the third one get greenlit before it even exists? I don't know. Then the second, which seems weird because I don't know if this implies that the second one is basically a side story that doesn't matter to whatever overarching <laughs> plot's supposed to be there or what? Maybe. But it's supposed to be the official conclusion to the saga, so Danganronpa is, uh, I guess, soon to be dead. Whenever this comes out, yeah. 2016. They also announced a VR game. Oh, did oh right, they announced a VR game, and that's separate, isn't it? Yes. Okay. That's right, because they have the VR game, and then they have that other side game that they did as well. Mm-hmm. Goodness, they're going to milk it for all it's worth. Oh. To be fair, not... It doesn't feel like it's been as much as others. Like, it's not like they're just cranking these out faster than they can produce them or anything. No, I guess not. Like, when was the last time? Two years? Last one, two years ago? Um, when did the... I think the... I think the last real one was, like, two years ago, and I think 
the let me see real quick. The last spinoff was I think this year. Hmm. Um, yeah, the last spinoff was oh well, if we go by Japanese release dates, it was last year. Okay. But, so they're not like just cranking these out. They clearly have like a schedule to them. So yeah. not as bad as it could be. I mean, I guess it, it's different given that I was, you know, I existed at the time that, like, Danganronpa got immensely popular. Yeah. And in the same general community, so it's like, I definitely got exposed to it a lot more and maybe burned out a bit more because of it. I, I've i never watched any of... I, I read a little bit of an LP, and that's it. Eh. It's alright. Okay. I think it's better if you go in it without the expectations, but... Hmm, I can imagine. So, uh, a couple other uh, announcements of things that are out. So, uh, films. We have a new Yu-Gi-Oh! film. Very nice. And, of course, it's taking place with the original cast because they don't want to admit that any of the spinoffs exist. <laughs> Great. Because I think the only movie they've had for the spinoff is the crossover one, which had Yugi still in it. Oh. <laughs> the Bonds Beyond Time or whatever. I don't know. That's a time travel, or the traveling one where uh, the main... Uh, what was it? You say Jaden and Yugi fight against someone from the 5Ds world, and then it's never talked about again. Uh, okay. And then every other movie has either been canceled or is about the original cast. <laughs> Incredible. But this is supposed to be the final figuring out who's better, Yugi or Seto. It's Yugi. We don't even need to worry about that. Yeah. But <laughs> and, uh... That's why Dragon but... sucks. It has no good support cards. Exactly, but apparently it's been selling out. It's been selling out pretty well. Yeah, I know Yu-Gi-Oh has been selling out. Oh damn, you're right. Got him. Shit. But also, it's the most popular uh, Toei film uh, ever. Really? In just in terms of like uh, advanced ticket sales. Okay. Because it sold, I think, uh, about a hundred thousand advanced tickets. But don't they also do like Dragon Ball and Godzilla? Yeah. That's that's pretty wild. I don't wild. know. Wait, do they do Godzilla? That might be someone else. I might, but still. Yeah, it's surprising given that they have um, Dragon Ball. Yeah. But no, I don't know. And One Piece, I guess too. Still... One Piece has had movies. Shit. I guess Yu-Gi-Oh! really does stand the test of time. Sure. I just like that they, not only did they decide to add... Okay, so for this movie, they've already announced that they're going to do more Dark Magician Girls. Uh-oh. Because one of them's called Lemon Magician Girl, and <laughs> if you could guess, she's colored yellow. Oh. And also, they've announced some other card that's probably going to be important called Gandora X, the Dragon of Destruction. I just really love Yu-Gi-Oh card names. <laughs> I mean, it's not as good as Vile Pudding Boys or whatever, but... Oh, yeah, the Putrid Pudding Buddies. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Makoto Shinkai, uh, well known for uh, movies like The Garden of Words and Five Centimeters Per Second, has released that he's directing a new film uh, that's coming out August 2016 called cool. uh, Your Name or uh, Kimi no Nawa, which, man, if nothing else, Makoto Shinkai knows how to make a really beautiful looking film. Yeah. And so, if nothing else, it'll be really nice to look at. So I'm excited to see what he does with it. Me too. That was a short one, because we're just excited about it. Yeah, and there's not really uh, anything, there's not, like, we don't know anything about it yet. Yeah, otherwise nothing else is known. Yeah. Um, some other, so then there are some video game announcements. 
some things that have happened in the world of anime video games. Okay. First of all, there's Dead or Alive Extreme 3. Oh, can we skip this one? Yep. Okay, cool. <laughs> it, it exists. What a <laughs> <The> shame. <end. laughs> oh, well. Uh, one thing I... <laughs> Next up, um, uh, Shin Megami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem has still been uh, showing strong. And one thing I want to note about it... It's out, Which is why it? I brought it up. Is it out now? It should be out by now. Oh, no, it's uh, December 26th. Oh, okay. So, very soon. In Japan, but that is. In Japan, The rest is, of us yeah. will have to wait until next year. Yeah, but uh, one thing I wanted to point out that I noticed is uh, it is now being <laughs> advertised as Atlas Crossfire Emblem, because <laughs> they cannot pretend that it is actually related to the Shin Megami Tensei universe. No, well, it, it plays, like, sh- sort of like Shin Megami Tensei. It's very much more Persona, but they decided to drop that moniker too and just make it Atlas Crossfire Emblem. Yeah, well, I mean, they don't. They didn't even. It's not even called that anymore now. It's called like Illusory Revelations. Yeah, but I think when it shows like when they've been doing like commercials and stuff, mm-hmm. instead of doing Shin Megami Tensei X Fire Emblem as like the logo or whatever. Okay, it's just been Atlas Crossfire Emblem. <laughs> ah, well, it happens. Uh, Studio Ghibli working on a video game again. With uh, Nino Kuni 2. Is that confirmed? I believe it's because still. Because I don't... I think it, they might just have some other company this time working with them. Hmm. Because Studio Ghibli's da- dead, right? Or at least, like, on hiatus. Yeah. I don't think it's dead. Right. Because they're, they're co-working on an anime for next year. Okay. Because I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it, there hasn't been confirmation yet that Nino Kuni is, uh, has Studio Ghibli involved. They still have the same story, uh, story, um, or I guess scenario writer, um, character designer, and, uh, composer. Okay. That we know as much. But the style still, um, exudes that sort of Ghibli-looking style, but that might just be because they have figured it out thanks to the first one. Yeah, maybe. I'm just glad it's happening. Um, yeah. Nino Kuni one was good. Well, it, it was technically... Already, it was it was the second game in the series, but the first one ever came over here. But like, if nothing else, it's a very nice looking game series. Uh, yes, maybe not the best played, as far as I understand. It's not like great to play. Uh, it, it plays all right. It's just very slow. Hmm. But uh, maybe a second one will like, I guess, fix that up. I hope so. That would be nice to see. And then, uh. I guess this is. I don't. I don't think we really need to talk. It's not like that big of a thing. Uh, Fire uh, Final Fantasy VII is getting a remake. I think we already. No, that didn't happen. That didn't exist by the time we did a podcast. Are you sure? Because that was July at E3 when that was announced. Was it? Yeah. Did we announce that? I'm gonna look. I think we may have not bothered at the time. Oh yeah. Now we can really bother. Yeah. It looks good. Uh, Yeah. it, It looks really good. Yeah, it looks like it will, um, I guess since then we learned that it's going to be a multi, uh, uh, I guess like a, a, a series of multiple episodes. Yeah. Which I mean is basically just like, probably like disc separations more or less. Well, no, because the third disc just has the final dungeon on it. Well, I mean, similar idea though. Yeah. It's basically, it's going to be like at different story beats, it's just going to end, I yes. guess. So, you know, like, uh, Barrett dying. Right. Or, like, Cloud getting heavy into Blitzball. Yeah. You know, those big story points that everyone remembers <laughs> from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Exactly. 
I think that's uh, the biggest news I can say, except for uh, Dear Crunchyroll, if you're going to get all of Lupin the Third uh, simulcasting with you, why can't you get the new series? That's it. That's, right. that's my major beef. They picked up uh, the Trigger series as well, right? Oh, yeah. They picked up Kiss Neighbor, like, before it's even been announced when it's going to air. We still don't even know where most of the shows for this season are going, but I'm glad we know that where Trigger's newest shit show is going to go. Well, Funimation waits until, like, the week before or the week of to yeah. announce, because a lot of their uh, series premieres are late. And Crunchyroll waits until, like, a couple days before and just, like, does big announcements throughout the week. All right, fair enough. I wish they wouldn't, but they do. I want to know which anime I can watch and which I cannot. Well. Damn it. Good news. We can at least talk about which anime we're going to watch. Yeah. In this new season. Presumably most of the ones we're going to watch are going to get picked up, given their clout. Yeah, sure. So, like last time, we have five tiers here. Would you like to go over this, the... The setup. Uh, sure. Okay, so we have uh, five different tiers of interest, sort of. At the top, we have Very Interested, which is the shows that we are most excited for and that we um, either have some level of trust in or just think are going to end up being the better shows of the season for whatever reason. Then we have Somewhat Interested, which are shows that we also want to watch, but that maybe we aren't super confident in or that just don't seem as interesting as the other shows. Mm-hmm. But are still definitely the ones that we hope are going to be at the, the cream of the crop of this of the series, right? Uh, then we have the middle tier, which is maybe, maybe not, which is shows that for the most part, or well, entirely in this case, we're not going to watch, but that we think have a chance to end up being good, but also have a chance to just be whatever. Something that maybe we'll pick up if there is enough talk about it, basically. Yeah. Uh, then there's Not Interested, which are all the shows that just don't capture our interest at all. But, of course, if these end up being, like, surprise big hitters, then maybe we'll still pick them up after all. Yeah, and then we got the we got the infamous tier. Yeah, the, the this is where all the weird fanservice-y gross shows and gate go. <laughs> That's the poo-poo garbage tier. Yep, that is what I've dubbed it. Um, <laughs> and then one final thing. The way we've ordered these, basically, is that whoever puts something... Uh, on the highest tier, like a certain anime, that's the tier the anime is going to go in. So if I've listed something as very interested, but Chorps has it under not interested, we're still going to talk about it in the very interested category. Right, because someone wants to watch it. Yes, except for Poo Poo Garbage, which trumps everything else. But right. that's not, I don't think that's a problem we're ever going to have to run into. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to suddenly be like, oh, but I think harem series are good. Yeah, and no. then put them in very interesting. <laughs> that's more just in case one of us like uh, overlooks a show that's really bad and puts it in not interested when it doesn't even deserve that. Right. All right. So first up on very interested is uh, Madhouse's latest um, series mm-hmm. that they're going to do called Prince of Stride Alternative. And I think this is interesting because this is the first time we have a show at the very top that is, like, not really high profile. Yeah, it's... Because even for, like, Madhouse, it's not like a it's not like a big-name thing, like a One Punch Man or anything else they've picked up or had some clout behind. This is an Otome game adaptation? Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty light content, too, unlike their usual forte, I guess. Yeah, um, but generally it's, like, heavier sort of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, this is an Otome, which is just, like, uh... A dating sim? Dating sim for girls. Yeah, so it's not not like a not like a sexy game. It's not Otome are not hentai. Generally not. It's just no. people kiss. And maybe they have sex, but if they do it's in a very tasteful way. 
Yeah, so in this case, it focuses around an extreme sport called Stride, mm -hmm. which is basically um, just like extreme relay racing yeah, throughout the it's, town. Yeah, it's relay running through the city, which is not yeah, really I mean, that extreme, honestly, but sure. Maybe they'll make it more extreme with the anime. Based on the trailer, it seems that maybe there's parkour sometimes. Yeah. So there's a big competition coming up in Stride called the End of Summer, mm -hmm. and a uh, a girl decides to help start up the Stride Club at her school, which has been closed down for a while. Classic setup. And with the help of, I believe it's like uh, six uh, recruits, six more people for the team, and that's where the dateable cast comes in. Mm -hmm. And so it seems very low-key compared to a lot of the things that they tend to do. Yeah. But still, like, really well animated. It, it, it looks beautiful, absolutely. Yeah, very different from a lot of their stuff, too. Very, like, saturated. It, yeah, it looks more like a Shaft show than a Madhouse show. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, and that's why we put it up on the list. It doesn't seem like... It's nothing that either of us really know about, but it no. just, it exudes the sort of style that gets us interested. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, I trust Madhouse to make a good-looking anime. Yeah. But also, I trust them to pick material that is going to make for a good adaptation. Because, yeah. uh, especially after, like, the last year, so... Yeah. So, it's it's definitely a worthwhile look, yeah. we think. And we'll both be watching this. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, next up on there is a returning series. Yes. We've got Akagami no Shiryukihime Season 2, which uh, both of us watched the first season. Yes. High regards for it. Yeah, we both liked it a lot. This is a very good series. And so this second... So at the end of the first season, there's the official hookup. Um, Shiryuki and the prince have gotten together and are... And I guess like the second season, it seems like it's going to be a lot more... Of like the political side of the uh, of the like kingdom's issues, mm -hmm. it seems like it's a lot more, you know, neighboring princes and other um, other people trying to like steal uh, Shiryuki away at this point. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be a very different sort of thing, like maybe a little more serious than the first one. Maybe the serious for the first one seems a lot more lighthearted in general. Like even when it introduces characters from before that were bad it's like they still give it a sort of lightness a sort of comedy yeah when they bring While back this... the the first antagonist from yeah. in the first season like they basically turn him into a joke character yeah and so we don't know what's going to happen with the second season it seems like there are more characters to be introduced more princes more just general intrigue going on but i don't think that'll take away from the heart of it which no. is just a strong shoujo series a nice little romance story with a competent uh, female lead. Yeah, and also based on the key art, it seems that they will get married at some point. Yeah, probably. Which is, you know, that's how a shoujo is supposed to end. Yeah, probably that's going to be like the, the big end for this season. Maybe. Ah, spoilers. Given that, the first given that the first season ends with the relationship proper, Yeah, it seems like the kind of beat that they'd end the series on would be the marriage. Yeah, that makes sense. But it looks neat. I'm excited for it. The next one on here, um, Dimension W. Dimension W is a, um, a series by the same uh, writer who did Darker Than Black, which is like a superhero series uh, that very strong, very stylish, 
and then kind of, uh, kind of ends with, it kind of shits itself at the end. Uh, yeah. And so, Dimension W, same guy, maybe a little less of a, I guess, um, a less complicated plot, it seems, so far? It also, it, it, yeah, and it also seems like it might be a little bit lighter in tone. The idea is basically that um, the world has found a way to generate infinite power by just using coils that go into different dimensions to draw power from there. Yeah. But then there are people who are, like, who have illegal coils out there that are harnessing power that should not be brought into this world. And so our main character, Kyoma, is a repo man, basically. Yeah, a, a coil-hating repo man, as this description <laughs> says. Yeah. And so uh, one of the, and I guess the big thing about this afterwards is that he, in a series of, I guess, wacky, you know, circumstance, ends up having to work with this uh android running on coil. Yeah. As his partner. And so that's the sort of thing we're looking at, which is basically buddy cops here, mm -hmm. you know, sort of set up. Which could work out pretty well. The character designs look really nice. Yes. The art direction in general looks very good. It's it's something I'm willing to give a lot of work for because, again, Darker Than Black started out really strong, had a really good idea behind it. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of, it petered out at the end. So it depends, I think, a little on how long Dimension W runs, but it looks like the kind of series that is going to be worth following. Well, it's based on a manga, so it might, that is still ongoing, I think, so it might so it might end before it before it hits that point. Yeah, they might have to like make an original conclusion that wraps things up a little faster. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, and we'll also see. it has uh, a theme song by Stereo Dive Foundation, who also did the theme song for Gangsta, which was really and that good. that was great. Yeah, just get you pumped up. Mm-hmm. And then one last uh, one on our very interested list. We have Haruchika, or uh, Haruta Tochika wa Seishun Suru, which... I I can't exactly grasp what it's going for in its series because it it is about a I guess like dwindling wind ensemble at school. Yeah. That work together and at some point a a mystery happens <laughs> and they have to solve it. Yeah. It's basically it's just a certain incident happens. There's no like in in the preview videos, there's no, like, hint at what this mystery could be. Like, a student goes missing, or there's a murder at school, or something like that. It's just, we know that something happens, and they go to solve it. Mm -hmm. Which, you know what? That's totally fine by me. Yeah. Uh, wind ensemble sort of stuff is just neat, because I feel like doing the extra music stuff always adds a little extra charm to it. Like, they can do stuff with a soundtrack that otherwise they couldn't do. And it creates this small cast of characters that, even though they're only going to focus on the main two, Haruta and Chika, it still gives them space to breathe and be their own characters. Yeah. It's done by PA Works, who are uh, really good at animating, even though like the the way they do the eyes for this one is a little weird. This show, it it it, the, it's stylistically, it's a little like hard to get a grip. I mean, just like the plot, I guess it's hard to get a grip on what they're going for. Because it's based, if very different or like very unusual. It's based on an actual honest to god book and not not, yeah, not a light novel. So like, I don't know if it's a book for adults, but it's a real book, a real book. And uh, the the preview had a very, um, I guess a very good, respectable style to it. Like all the little uh, 
like the parts that are not in the episode, but all like little video editing bits that they put in there separately. Mm-hmm. Um, very chic, I guess, but also yeah. so, like nice and simple, clean. But then the anime itself, uh, you know, it looks good, but both the main characters kind of look like lollipops. Yeah, a little bit. They're very, they are like excessively like cute. Yeah, it's it's, and also like the colors are very loud. Yes. But then it seems like the story is going to be pretty serious, so I don't... I don't know. Yeah, because I'm looking through the PV again, because we were talking about it. Uh, they definitely find some, like, music written in blood on a chalkboard. That's fucked so up. So it seems like this is going to be a pretty, like, serious mystery sort of thing, hidden behind what also looks like kind of a cutesy slice of life. Yeah. So how it deals with tone is important, but it's still something that, like, just looking at the idea seems very interesting. Is Harachika going to be this season's school live? Please no. No. <laughs> check, Don't do this to me. Check out in three months to find out. <laughs> oh. oh, that'd be disappointing. That would be a real shame. So that's all our very interest. Now we're going to talk about the things that we're willing to give a shot. Yeah. We still got a couple on this list that we're both watching. Mm-hmm. But uh, so- we are watching most of our anime. We are both watching. We are... Each watching a total of eight anime, and seven of those are ones we're both watching. Which is impressive. Yeah. We usually don't have our tastes, like, grouped together like that. Mm-hmm. But this first one This time our is... tastes are so close, it's like we're kissing. Gross. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the first one is uh, Bokodake ga Inaimachi. Which means the town where only I am missing. Okay. And so this is based on a manga about a struggling manga author who has the ability to, um, or I guess is forced in a way to prevent prevent deaths and catastrophes by being sent back in time before they happen. Yes. And he's basically stuck in a Groundhog Day scenario where he has to relive those things until they're stopped. Mm-hmm. And in this particular case, um, he gets involved in an accident and is framed for murder. And so when he decides to go back in time with this, he gets taken back, like, to the point where he was in grade school again. One month before a classmate of his goes missing. And so he has to figure out what the connection is between this missing classmate and the reason he went back this far and how to stop whatever happens, you know... 20-so years down the line. Yeah. This is done by A1. So it'll probably be bad in the second half, but let's hope right. that. But uh, A1's got that classic uh, using its sort of online money and other like light novel monies to create better series. Yes. So this may be one of the better series. It does look very nice. It, yeah, it, it definitely looks really good. It's got a flair to it. But um, one issue with uh, psychological and, like, supernatural sort of stories is they can easily, like, go up their own ass too far kind of thing. You know, with, you know, how, you know, philosophical and deep the characters get and whether or not they're just, like, complete assholes kind of thing. Yeah, which is not uncommon for an A1 production. Right. So it's... It's damning in that it is going to do a psychological sort of thing, and it's damning in that A1 is handling it. But still holds out, still holding out for something good, because it does seem very interesting as an idea. Yeah. And it seems like it doesn't, or it'll probably avoid more of the pitfalls of, like, psychological stuff, 
where characters just sit around waxing philosophic for, you know, entire episodes. Mm -hmm. Given that he's going to, you know, at that point, they're going to be children around it. It's going to be more of the mystery side than the analysis side. So worth a shot. Yeah. Um, I think... (laughs) It's. I think it's this. Uh, the premise is really funny because it reminds me of like a bad uh, sitcom from like a, about a decade ago that was called Early Edition, uh-huh. which was a series about a man who received who magically received tomorrow's newspaper, so he could like find out uh, if people died in his city and like when and where that happened, and he would have to go and prevent that. Okay. And, you know, this is somewhat similar. He goes about it in different ways, but still he goes to, he uses magical means to prevent someone from dying. Uh huh. Huh. But hopefully it'll be better than early edition. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Next up. Next up. We got a show based on a manga called uh, Dagashi Kashi, which is about a kid whose father runs a candy store. And his dad wants him to take over the candy store. But the kid doesn't want that. He wants to become a manga author. Right. Uh, as you do. And then one day, um, this young girl, or not a young girl, but young lady, I guess, who is the mm-hmm. heir of, of one of the largest uh, candy companies. Conglomerates. In, yeah, con- there you go. Conglomerates in Japan. Uh, comes over and says that apparently, like, this kid and his dad, like, their candy store is famous so- a little bit. And she wants the kid to come work for her. And he's right. like, uh, or his, his dad, I think, is like, all right, but only if he takes over my store. So I guess only right. if he becomes the branch manager. Mm-hmm. And sort of, it's like a comedy show. Or, well, it's a comedy manga that is being turned into a comedy show. Right. And most of the jokes come from the fact that all the characters have like these slightly off-putting looking faces. Yeah, they all have they all have sort of like scary eyes. Yeah. Um to the point where one of the characters also just wears sunglasses to uh hide his. <laughs> but I think it the the PV itself seems to give it like a uh, a Barakamon style feel where it's very kind of like podunk's not the right word but sort of like a country, a country sort of like laid back comedy. Yeah, which is not accurate. So I which thi- apparently is not accurate, as far as I understand. Yeah, there, so I think the PV might be belying what the show is actually like a little bit because I've read <laughs> the manga and it's uh, it's pretty fast paced with its jokes. Okay. Yeah. So who knows what's going to come out of that? Yeah, and it also um, the the main uh, the design of the the young lady makes me a little uncomfortable because she reminds me of the lady that says love nectar from uh is from the di- dirty jokes anime right she has the, <laughs> she has the same eyes yeah and kind of similar hair i get that yeah but um i mean given that it's sold as something that might be different from what it actually is depending on kind of how they blend the the styles of like kind of being in a backwater sort of town in the fast paced comedy could be good, could be bad. It looks like it at least, you know, kind of knows what it's trying to be, kind of has a good comedic timing to it. Yeah, and the manga is good, at least. It's pretty funny. Uh, okay. And I think a lot of the jokes in the manga could actually um, benefit from having actual... From t- being animated. Yeah, no, from yeah, from having a timing to them. Okay. So, you know, it's good. All right, And I mean, cool. if, if there, I mean, anything that's about candy stores or pastries, you know, I'm there, so... Right, love that. Yeah. Love sweets. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what? I think it's worth a shot. Absolutely. Next up, 
this one, I think, is probably the most I really don't know yeah. about this group. I was, like, this one is the one that I've been debating the most whether or not I should watch it. Because I feel like, for the most part, I'm interested because of how much, like, attention it's been getting from people whose opinions I uh, generally respect. Yeah. It's called Showa Genroku Rakugo Shinju. And it is a kind of a, like, historical drama mm-hmm. about a um, a man who is released from prison and decides as soon as he's out that he is going to become the apprentice to a, um, a basically a comic artist. Yeah. Because of how well he told a particular story that he read while he was in prison. And that's basically what it's going to be about, is just these two characters. Yes. And it seems strange, I guess. Like, the art style is very, um... I'm not sure what word to use for. So it's it's a Jose thing, which means it's for, like... It's it's supposed to be for, like, older women. Yeah, which is ra- uh, rare for something like that to get an anime adaptation. Which right. is one of the reasons I'm interested. I think the art style very much exudes that sort of idea. Very, like, long limbs on everyone. Almost yaoi-esque in its, like, in its art style. Everyone is very tall and thin, yes. Yeah, everyone's very tall and thin. They all have the particular, like, faces. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the the faces are more supposed to be inspired by, like, those older, like, the uh, the old, um, like, ink paintbrush drawings from, like, the, the 14 to 1700s. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. So it's uh, very detailed in a lot of very strange places is, like, the big thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. A lot of lines where really, I'm not really sure what they're supposed to be. Like, lines that make the cheeks look square. Stuff like that. Yeah. But it doesn't look bad. It just looks very different. Yeah, it looks it looks like it's just nothing that really has been before. Yeah. So I think it's worth the shot for that. But, but I mean, that, that was true K Return of Kings, too. So... <laughs> Oh. oh, we don't talk about that. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, it definitely seems like something worthwhile. Like, it's not, it doesn't look like it's going to be a huge train wreck. It just seems like it's going to be unique. Yes. But this is also yeah. the one that I will probably drop the fastest if it begins to lose me. Right. Yeah, so if if I'm, if I think, I'm not sure about this, I'll, I probably won't give it the three episode test. It's also, like, one of the nicest things that Studio Dean has done in a while. Studio Dean known kind of for, like, poor animation. What, what are some of their, like, recent shows? Um, okay, so the biggest one that, like, gets a lot of criticism mm-hmm. is, like, Higurashi. Is that the one where they rotoscoped? <laughs> no. Okay. Higurashi is the one about uh, a bunch of kids kind of caught in, like, a Groundhog Day sort of, like, murder issue. Okay. It's it's a it's an older series, but one that was criticized heavily for how it turned out, hmm. kind of thing. But um, since then, they've actually gotten a lot better. They did That's um good. they did like unlimited. They did the last Fate Stay Night movie, and they've done they did like Log Horizon second season. So they they didn't do um, unlimited Blade Works. Was that someone else? They did not do unlimited Blade Works. That was UFOtable. Oh, all right. They just did the movie from I think 2010 or so. Mm. Well, but they also did like the they also did like the um the free knockoff uh Mega Nebu. Oh. You remember that one? Yeah. Okay. That one was bad. Hmm. Not only just cuz it's like clearly trying to crib off something with no idea of how it works, 
but also the the saturation on the colors and the color choices like really like really like kind of hurts my eyes. <laughs> All right, because everything is so vivid and doesn't really like match with each other. Hmm. It's kind of like vo- someone just vomited past you know like pastels onto onto the screen. So there's there's good stuff on there and there's bad stuff on there. I feel like it's been leaning more towards good since it started. Yeah, since or you know in, more recently. So it does look nice. We're giving it a shot. Who knows what's going to happen? Okay. Next up is one I'm only watching. Mm-hmm. We've gotten to the ones that singular people are watching. And I'm going to watch Seko Boys, which is a comedy idol anime about these uh, actual busts of historical figures. Yeah, we're talking like an idol. marble s- sculptures. Yeah. Uh, we have St. Giorgio. We have Medici. Medici? Mm-hmm. Either way. Hermes and uh, Mars. So they have the actual, like, marble busts of them, like the famous ones, having been, like, separated from their bodies and are now being moved around as idols. They've got voices and everything. They do the dance, but they have to be moved around because they're just marble statues. Yeah. And it's about the um, their efforts to make it in the entertainment world while their female manager uh, deals with them, basically. And it could it could be funny. It could also be uh, one of those ones that all it has is the wacky premise. But I'm willing to give that a shot. Okay. I'm willing to get burned on this if it's bad. Because it's just like, it feels so absurd, I'm, I am want to at least see what it does with it. Okay. And if not, I can blame Katakawa again for another disappointing release. <laughs> Alright. I mean, I would call you out on this, but you know, those who live in glass lip houses... Right, exactly. <laughs> hey, that's not an actual example, but... But yeah, that was good. Mm. <laughs> Alright, and then it's yours. Yeah, uh, mine is uh, an anime called Nijiro Days, or Rainbow Days, which is uh, a slice-of-life uh, series that's based on a shoujo manga. It's about these four high school boys who just uh, spend their days just like hanging out, talking about stuff, including girls, but one of them has never been on a date. Or had a girlfriend, for that matter. Um, but one day he comes across uh, a girl that he thinks is cute. And all the boys are going to try to help him get that girl. Even though right. the girl doesn't really... She looks very disinterested about everything. And so, um, this has kind of a... Uh, this has uh, this fluctuated a lot yesterday in particular. Um, with you on your opinions about it. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, it looks super cute. Um, and I'm always down for a good cute manga or uh, anime. Right. Uh, but yesterday, uh, news came out, or maybe uh, a while ago the news probably came out, but I read it yesterday. And that news was that uh, it was going to be a short series. So it's sort of like a, a series of a couple minutes per episode. Uh-huh. But then... Uh, and you've been burned heavily on shorts. Very heavily. And also, I just don't like the format that much to begin with because it doesn't give you time, especially not for... Something that's especially like, with something like this. Especially not with something like Slice of Lifey, because it doesn't give you time to get comfortable, I guess. With the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then uh, I went digging a little deeper, and it turns out that it's only going to be short in the sense that it's not going to be the standard 22 minutes. It's going to be 15 minutes per episode, and apparently it's going to be two seasons. Huh. So someone at Production Read thought this was going to be a certain case. So, right. So, and I've never read the manga. Um but I hope for the best. I think it, based on the preview, I think it looks like it's going to be a real good time. 
Yeah, I watched it and I thought it was cute. And I, I'm just more worried that it's going to be sort of like a a nothing sort of trite show where like nothing really happens. But like you've never watched and enjoyed a show like that before. Right, exactly. No, but in a particular way where like it would just fall to the same gags over okay, and over. Okay, so like Yuri Yuri. Like a Yuri Yuri sort of thing, or just where like that kind of thing. Okay, basically. No, okay, I get yeah. And so I'm waiting to hear more about it afterwards. To, you know, to know whether or not to pick it up. But it does look like a very cute sort of series. Uh, basically just about a dude who has no idea how to talk to this particular girl. Yeah. Which could work out. Now we've hit the maybe, maybe nots. Mm-hmm. We've, we've covered all the animes that we're going to watch. Yeah, so that's all the ones we're going to watch. And now we're getting to the ones where, huh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll look at it. And so let's start with some of the ones that we both kind of think of maybe maybe not yeah first one up divine gate by studio piero yes uh well-known studio piero they did bleach yeah they did bleach uh, i think they did naruto i don't think that's true no i'm pretty sure they did they naruto. did no oh, okay I, well, I believe <laughs> so they must be scrambling for work right now <laughs> you're right though no they found a way to um to make the last arc of Naruto last like an extra hundred episodes. Oh, they, they did do that, and that was They're already doing like, that right now. That, but that was in the manga. I was already criticized for taking being too long, right? Yeah, but um, incredible. Well, no, they even add. They're doing like anime original stuff for the arc. Oh, okay. So basically, the arc they're in right now is that everyone is basically like um, brainwashed more or less. Okay. And so all of them are having these dreams of their like perfect lives, sort of thing. And they're doing an in-depth look into everyone's, uh, like, dreams during this section. That sounds bad. And so these last anywhere from, like, three to too many episodes. <laughs> three already and sounds so, like too many. And so that's what's happening there. Um, but either way, they're looking for new stuff, probably, because Naruto's ending. Yeah. And so we have Divine Gate, which I'll leave to you to explain. Okay, so Divine Gate, uh, it's based on a game. I don't know what kind of game, but I assume an action game because... On or like an RPG. Yeah, because it doesn't say that it's a visual novel or anything. Um, but it's a show about uh, the titular Divine Gate got opened at some point, and it's a gate that divides uh, Earth, Heaven, and Hell. And <laughs> so now uh, the planet runs into the problem where there's like angels and demons just like living among everyone and they're like kind of pressuring uh, like the humans because you know humans not as powerful right uh but so now the head the divine gate has to be opened again because apparently like there might be something beyond there that could make the world change again and there's a divine gate council on planet earth ran by the humans that finds children that uh has shown enough potential to be able to maybe reach the gate Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, it follows the story of some of those children as they try to get to the Divine Gate. And it's, as a premise, it's fucking whatever. It sounds like right. Seraph of the End. but it's, it's It sounds like it could be any action series. Exactly. But it looks pretty good. It looks nice. Like, very, it's got that heavy shading that's always, like, an interesting thing for action. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of just everything goes to black. Yeah. Kind of that hard shading style. Yes. But otherwise, it's like, it, it could be, it could easily just go whatever immediately. It doesn't look so good that that alone makes me put it on the watch list, but it looks good enough that if it turns out it's all right, I might check it out. Yeah. 
And also, I'm looking it up. Apparently, it's like a mobile game. Oh. So even who even knows how good it could be? Well, I mean, it doesn't. It well, because like it, it that means that it's more open to I think different like plot beats and like character development, but it could easily be bad. Yes. But the same is true of original shows. So. Right. So who knows? Yeah. Uh. Well, I'll let someone else tell me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh. After that, we have Active Raid. Which, uh, basically seems just like, uh, it's, it's a mecha show, but they're the police. I don't know why I, I don't know why I put this on the maybe list. <laughs> now that I'm looking at it. <laughs> uh, who knows? I, like, I, I just basically don't care about mechas. Me neither. As a matter of fact, I'm actively turned off by mecha. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'd go that far, but like, there has to be something to Mecha besides the being the giant robots to really, like, interest me. Yeah. Because, like, I watched Gundam Build Fighters, which is, I mean, kids playing with Gunpla, basically. Mm -hmm. That's it. And, you know what, that was fine, but that's because it doesn't try to do a lot of the, like, Mecha tropes of trying to do this whole, like, war kind of critique. Yeah. And this one, I don't know, like, the action looked nice enough for being, like, all 3D, but also it's just kind of about, like, cops fighting bad people uh, in giant robots with giant robots. And the robots have phones, I think. Right. I did notice that. And so, like, whatever. I'm not going to say that it's, like, you know, not worth watching. I'm going to say that it's definitely not for me. Okay. So after that, we have um, Musaigan no Phantom World. I don't know if there's a translation for that, what the first half uh, I means. think it's, like, Myriad Colors That's Phantom right. World. Myriad Colors Phantom World, which is... A series the of newest Kiwani thing. Yeah, and reading the description, it's like there's my spirits. I guess some people are gonna go fight him. All right. It there are two things I I have come to think about this series, having like watched the PVs and stuff. Yeah. One, it sounds like the most generic light novel battle uh, premise I've ever. It heard. just sounds like a less interesting version of that one anime they already did, which is with like the the kids with the spirit weapons. Shunibyu. No. I don't remember what it's called, but they did an anime that had a, a fairly similar premise. And so, and the second thing, it's going to look nice. That's that's just a thing yeah. that we can assume with Kiwani. Sure. Is that it's going to look nice. Because they have their style, like, down to a fucking T. Mm -hmm. They know exactly what they're going to draw, how they're going to do it, and they do it well. So if nothing else, it's going to look nice. But this, I think... So Keanu is in a, like a weird position, I think, in that they don't really pick up anything unless they really want to, because they don't have to. No. And it's basically just like, I think for still they're like paying people to write like light novels and stuff for them to adapt. So basically, it's just like people write the uh, write things for like the hopes that they get adapted, yeah. and then they pick one and adapt it, and they happen to pick like. The most generic, you know, sounding and looking sort of battle thing. Yeah. That they could have. And also there's a lot of titty in the preview. There's a significant amount of titty. And that's not entirely usual for Kiwani. It has happened before, but it's... It has happened before, but I don't feel like to this degree. No, I don't, I don't think so either. Like to the point where they actively like point out, oh man, this character has the big boobs. Yeah. And she's also, like, constantly running around in booty shorts, which, I mean, that's not, fine. No, not booty shorts, like gym shorts. Okay, okay. but they're skin-tight gym shorts. Right. 
which I think is just a thing about Japan. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, that, that's fine. You know, you, that's yeah. a decent character design, but that goes hand in hand with a lot the of big boobies. Yes, and that, that's what makes it a little worse. Yeah, because I don't think all of the character designs are bad. That one in particular is kind of gratuitous. Mm-hmm. Like, the girl with the headphones looks pretty nice. Yeah. Like, one weird thing is also that there's the only the one character with the boobies, and then basically everyone else has no boobies. Well, the tiny fairy also does. Oh, I guess so. But so, it's one of those things I wouldn't touch myself, even though it's like, you know, I I feel like, oh, I could look at it and, you know, not at all pay attention to the content, just like, that's pretty. Yeah. But I I don't want to dedicate time to it, given that I'm already watching, like, eight anime and have, like, three holdovers. So, it's just one of those things, it's like, you know, I'll let this one slide. Yeah. I mean, in a different time, I would have probably picked it up based solely on the fact that's KyoAni because you know yeah. they made Kion and they made uh, Haruhi which are two shows that I really liked when I was a teenager but now even recent stuff like Amagi Brilliant Park was pretty good yeah but now after Free and um, Sound Euphonium it, I don't trust them there's not I don't there's not a high enough chance anymore that they'll produce something good that I'll just watch their stuff yeah there has line. to be something to grab you ahead of time yeah. and it. I think Basically, I, I said earlier, I said about Madhouse that they always produce a good looking anime and they know, they always pick, I trust them to adapt, uh, something that's good. Right. They, they made a, they made a misstep last year with, um, Overlord, but, you know, it happens. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, KyoAni, Kyo they'll also always make stuff that looks good, but they have, Again and again, like adapted stuff that is just not interesting. And sometimes they'll take stuff that is interesting and actively make it worse, like with Sound Euphonium. So, yeah. you know, we'll just have to wait and see. Probably mm-hmm. not, though. They have a much spottier track record. Yeah. And that's a shame because, goddamn, does it look nice? It does. All right, next up is uh, Shoujo Tachi wa Koya wo Mizaku. Mizasu. Mizasu. Which I don't know if there's an English translation for that. One weird thing about this, I think, is that it is based on a visual novel that isn't out. Is that right? The visual novel actually comes out after the anime airs. Like after the whole thing is done? Yeah. Oh, like geez. it comes out in like March. <laughs> That's weird. So I, I guess that the anime in this case is working very heavily as like marketing for it. I guess so. What if the anime ends on a giant cliffhanger? I could see that happening. It's it's just it just ends on the worst path or something. Right. And there's no knowing what kind of visual novel it is, really. Like I don't know if it's a romance, if it's like an etchy harem sort of thing, or if it's just the fact that it's, you know, predominantly um cast with women. Mm-hmm. There's no idea because the only thing that's out is a trial, which means it's not going to go into any of the stuff past a certain point in the story. And the only tag that Life Chart has for it is school. So Right. <laughs> So to so to give some actual context to what it is is basically just about a um a guy who gets um recruited by someone uh, one of his classmates to help in development of a visual novel mm-hmm. specifically a visual novel uh for men and this is and he gets scouted because he's written works for like the drama club at school. And she was inspired by his writing ability. Yeah. So it's more or less like it seems like it's going for the sort of thing that um, like, uh, oh, shoot, what was the name of that anime? Psychono. Okay. 
Yeah, so, like, it seems like it's going the Psycho route, but it's not trying to do the thing where it, like, makes fun of itself for doing the exact things that it makes fun of. Mm-hmm. And also, based on the trailer, it doesn't <laughs> look like it's going to be the worst thing of all time. Right. It's It looks a little gratuitous. Yeah, it, it looks... Which, there's definitely some things that point toward it possibly being a little gross. Kind of, like, a little etchy. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, in general, it looks... It looks like a much more serious take on the sort of thing Psycho wanted to do. Yeah. And that doesn't that doesn't necessarily, like, make it bad. But having been burned out on that and seeing a very similar sort of uh, plot, it's definitely one of those things I'm going to wait. That was my thought process, too. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily seem bad because it also seems like there's actually a second male character in the series. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so it could be fine. It could not be. But um, things point to me waiting. <laughs> yeah. Is basically how that goes. Now we're getting to some more. And this one, y- you were the only one who put this on the Maybe, Maybe Not. Yeah. Because you had thought about watching this before. So talk about that a bit. Okay, so this is uh, Fantasy Star Online 2, the anime. Um, and it, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a super big fan of Fantasy Star or Fantasy Star Online. But I do think it has... Uh, neat art design sometimes. So if it was just a straight anime adaptation of the game, uh, then I would probably consider it. But from what I understand, it's a show about people playing the game in sort of a Digimon fashion, I guess, that they do like go into the game. Or I guess more of a sort of online fashion, I should say. Um, and <laughs> that is not as interesting to me. But it, <laughs> yeah, like, um, I think one. So, like, this immediately, like, called to mind when I watched it, like, uh, the sort of, like, Gunslinger Stratos, the animation. Mm, yeah. Because it, it definitely feels like it's hitting similar beats with the idea of the people being in the game. Yeah. But it seems like it's less connected than something like Gunslinger Stratos, where suddenly it was like, oh, these people are in school doing the gun thing, and suddenly they have to do the gun thing, but in real life. <laughs> But it has the same sort of, like, 3D animation, maybe a little more smooth. Yes. But definitely has some of the same trappings that that series had, and could easily go the same way. But I do think I do think it looks nice. Um, so I'll wait and see if the narrative holds up as well as the visuals do. And if it does, then maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, I think it's definitely something that I'm not, like, super interested in as an idea. Mm-hmm. But, you know what? You do you. Yeah. <laughs> this is basically the idea. You know, maybe it's maybe it's going to be better than that, but it definitely was like, oh, this is just Gunslinger Stratos 2, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. As an idea. Because it does also seem like it's the same, almost the same artistic style to a T, which maybe they're the same people. It is the same company, I think. Oh, that would explain yeah. a lot. That would explain a lot about the art style. <laughs> Oof. So the next one, I'm the only one who put it. Oh uh, yeah, all the rest of the uh, maybe maybe oh, not they, so you. Oh, is that how you listen? Yeah, it was just me. Okay, so next one up, I put Sushi Police on here just because. Not that oh, excuse I excuse me, Gunslinger Stratos okay. was a one. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, that's depressing. That, mm. <laughs> that's they so... it again. Well, at least that one was bad from the start for a change. Yeah, yeah. So I put Sushi Police on here. Uh, as, like, a maybe. Not because I would be interested in watching it, but because I felt like it had the potential to not be just, like, horrible. Okay. More or less. Sure. And I, I don't know if I'm even going to feel that's the same way about it, like, a week from now. Hmm. But it is... 
it seems like it's basically just a uh, an anime about people who go around and basically stop people in the world who are serving like uh bad Japanese food. Yeah, just like <laughs> more or less not a pale imitation of Japanese food. Yeah, and it's all done in three D, but not the same sort of three D that anime tends to do. But it feels very like uh, knockoff Pixar, maybe. Um, y- yeah, sure. Like, it, it, they're, they're, like, embracing the medium instead of trying to make it an anime. Yeah, it looks more like a 3D adaptation of, like, a, a something you would, or, like, a kind of style you would see on Cartoon Network or Adult Swim. Like, it, it's a lot more Western. Than... Right. So that's why I put it down on this list. It's just more like, it looks like it could be perfectly fine. Yeah. It's a short of five minutes, but I, I personally just would not watch it myself. It's just, like, this looks like it has a potential to be something different in, you know, kind of a world where they do the 3D anime sort of stuff. Yeah. Sure. So, hey, maybe. Uh, then, uh, under that, there's Norn 9, uh, Norn plus Nonet. I'm really curious what you have to say about this one. Okay, so I know something about this. Okay. This is based on a Otome game, uh, much like Prince of Stride. That just recently got an English release, so there is some amount of crossover there. Okay. Um, it is about a, it is about the future in which, um, it seems like it's a, uh, god, it's, it's really hard to describe too, cause it's, it's kind of a weird pseudo heady plot. Let me see if I can find a good description. I don't think of it's it. actually, it's, I don't, it doesn't look to me like it's very serious. It just has a, somewhat i don't want to call it interesting because that is giving it too much credit but yeah, it has an fair. out there uh concept as backdrop is what it yeah. seems like to me so it's basically a little bit in the future a an elementary school student a male is basically warped through a time skip to um what looks like the past kind of like old like um very old period like japanese stuff yeah and th- there he meets um, a a group of people flying around on a ship that's basically a giant globe. It's like a chronosphere. Kind of, it has like yeah. these. It has rings going going all around and it. And it's about his experiences with it. What's what drew me to it as an idea is that it it's not like a standard sort of like one girl dates all the boys sort of thing. Your main character is a male protagonist, and if you choose to play as him, it just plays out the story. Huh. And then there are three heroines that you can play as, and each of them has, like, a group of three people that they can date. Okay. And it and it allows you to follow those. So I don't know how it's going to work anime-wise. They're probably just going to follow gonna do, the story of the just guy. follow the, yeah, the protagonist. Yeah. And uh, as far as I understand about the game itself, it's like... That it got a very like um bastardized localization. Oh. Like it legitimately just like changed characters' personalities oh, and like ignored a lot of stuff. So this was it XC? Prob- uh I was it XC? Um Let me see. No, it was Axis. Oh, okay. Huh. Which seems weird for that. Yeah, because XC does that sort of thing sometimes. Occasionally. Yeah. And Axis I don't I've never heard about them doing it at least. Yeah, so um, it's probably the only way 
assuming that, like, other, whoever's, like, subbing it and stuff doesn't do the same sort of thing, it seems like the only way to get, like, a pure experience of the game. Uh Uh-huh. So, while, again, it's nothing I'd watch, it just seems like an interesting thing, especially with the release of this in the West and kind of stuff. Okay. That's, that's my thoughts on that. All right. Um, following that, we have, uh, TQ Season 7. Who knows if this is going to be good? We have no point of reference. Hot on the heels of TQ Season 6, which was hot on the heels of TQ Season 5, which was (laughs) hot on the heels of TQ Season 4. Um, TQ is based on a gag manga, um, and basically the, it's two minute long episodes, 30 seconds uh, of OP and 30 seconds of ED, and then a minute of content. And I've watched the entire first season since the last time we talked about TQ. Uh-huh. It is impossible to follow. Um, <laughs> no, it's like, in order to fit everything in that one minute, they move super fast through the gags. Okay. Like, they talk really fast. All of the action is, like, breakneck pace if there is any action. And, like, the animation is... um. Not quite, like, Inferno Cop, but definitely, like, characters bounce instead of walking kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's very, like, uh, it's very picture-on-a-stick sort of animation. And very little moves about it. Yeah. So, I put this on the list because, like, you know what? You like TQ? Here's more TQ. <laughs> and TQ is it's just, it's just, just a baffling thing to me that it's, like, a two-minute series that always dedicates a minute of it to opening and ending. <laughs> But I guess you also don't need to get into the characters, because it's literally just gags. It's, like, nonstop gags for a minute, so. I've been considering watching some of this. But also, then, every uh, when we watched the opening and ending, uh, it seemed like that was <laughs> a, a surprising amount of, like, titty for a show that's animated like this. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Millipensy. And again, I think I talked about this last time. I'm pretty sure just, like, one dude yes. does this. <laughs> one dude animates, like, writes TQ and then just has people voice it. Bless. I think they only do TQ, too. Bless so. that guy. <laughs> working hard. Yeah. Maybe hardly Doing working. what he loves. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, then on the list, there's the Yamishibai third season, which I'm not... I. Th- I might be mistaken, but Yamishibai is like the Japanese horror tales sort of series. Yes. Which, um, having seen more, like, some about it, seems like an interesting take on stuff. It's like, because it's episode to episode, just a different sort of ghost story that they tell. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's about a guy who's going to fight the ghosts. Oh, is it? He's going to beat him up. Yes. Oh, see, I don't. I apparently know less about this. I was thinking of a different, um, like, weird, like, non-named series. Because, like, um, Kage Wanai from this se- season is, um, is, like, apparently part of, like, a series of, like, horror mini-stories kind of thing. Huh. Like, it, it is part of a greater series that also does different stories. Oh, wait, sorry. I, I, thought- I got things mixed up. He is not going to fight the monsters in Yami Shibai. Okay. Okay, so I'm not as confused. But, like, so with Kagewanai, it's part of a bigger group of um, higher stories. Yeah. Yamishibai is its own separate thing that's basically just, like, a theater that tells a tale about myths, urban legends, and horror. And you know what? I just wanted to... It it seems to come back once a year. Okay. 
So I thought it was just like, you know, uh, it's a it's a legacy sort of thing at this point. And so maybe it's worth a shot to whoever's into that sort of thing. Like, I think Japanese horror can be done well. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about this particular one, but yeah, it might go good. Okay. That's that's all my thoughts on that. Um, Shoot, now to look at... Where is it? Ah, oh, right. <clears throat> Next one up. Uh, Konodanshi Maho ga Oshigoto Desu. Des, excuse me. Sorry, you're right. Jesus. I'm fucking quitting. I'm such a, I'm <laughs> such a miserable failure. But um, it's an original story that seems to be part of like another like anthology sort of series mm-hmm. of like boys love stuff. Uh, so dudes kissing dudes, and the art style is at once unique but also kind of like off putting. Yeah, and it doesn't seem to animate much. Yeah, and like looking at the PV, they don't seem to animate a lot of it. It seems very much like stills that their faces where their faces move yeah which i mean i think it's good that like kind of these different like genres like i don't think boys love gets a lot of attention anime wise no like there's a movie um coming out um called like Schoolboys or something that's uh a pretty popular like um boys love like basically one shot manga is that a gender flip version of school days no, oh no, please. Please give it some respect. Okay. It's actually pretty good. Alright, good. But um so the the seeing like especially with like the Jose stuff from the season and this, it's like it's nice that things are branching out. I don't know how well this is gonna go over though. I don't think a lot of people are gonna be Yeah, it's probably not it doesn't seem like it's gonna be big as far as it is. Mm-hmm. It's also only like four episodes, so Yeah, so who knows what's gonna go on with that. But it was just, eh, it's worthwhile that, like, things start to open up and, you know. It's at least a worthy cause. About the titty. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So then we have the newest Precure. Yeah. Thanks, Toei. But um, the newest Precure is basically like, uh, it's, it's like Magic Girls Precure or something. And the thing that was interesting about this is it's getting a simuldub, more or less. Huh. Because it's also on Netflix. It's, oh, it's okay. like a Netflix exclusive for uh, English audiences. Picking up those really hot IPs, <clears throat> I see. Exactly, like Precure. Oh, Precure's getting pretty big, I think. Yeah, sure. I mean, it is in Japan. Maybe not in the West, but yeah. yeah it's definitely picking up in... Yeah. This is so, the same thing as Pretty Cure, right? Like, this yeah, is short for... They're, okay. the, they're the same All thing. Right. That's just the shortening. Yeah. So, it it's probably just more Precure. Uh, I've heard it's a very um, inconsistent series more or less, Mm -hmm. just with, like, the quality of each individual, like, series. But, you know what? It's interesting that it's gonna basically be simulcast through Netflix. Doesn't happen a lot with anime. No. And also the fact that they're gonna be, uh, it seems like they're gonna be dubbing it at the same time, because they've, like, changed names and everything. But it seems like an interesting uh, thing to do, especially with Precure, which has no Western audience, more or less. Yeah. Because Precure hasn't really come over. That so. one real yeah. there was a really old one that got dubbed, right? And that's pretty much it. I think so. Yeah. But basically, it hasn't seen it since it's gotten more popular. It's kind of like found a footing. Yeah. And then the last one is just uh, four more episodes of God Eater. Man. Because God Eater has been heavily plagued with delays and other things. So the last four episodes of the anime, because they were going to do 13, they only got nine in, are going to be done through this season. Thank you, you affordable. 
I mean, this man, UFOtable knows how to make it look nice, but apparently they just cannot get their shit together it, for this. Yeah. I mean, if, when something animates on every single frame, you can't blame them. I mean, you can, because, you know, they should have made yeah, the, the very, decision to not do that. it's very fluid. Yeah. It's a very fluid series, but it's still, like, ugh. It's, it's just, this, what a mess of a uh, situation yeah. that they're in with it. But it looks super good and unique. Yeah. So in the end, so it will good on them for it. that. Yeah. But it's just a shame that it's God Eater, which... Which is kind of whatever. Yeah. But, um, okay. So that's that's our maybe, maybe not. So now we're getting into stuff. Just, we're just not going to. Alright, so time basically. for the lightning round. Yeah, do it. Alright, first thing. Uh, it's Grimgar, uh, Grimgar Togenso, no, Hai Togenso no Grimgar, which uh, translates roughly to Grimgar of Ash and Fantasy, which is A1's right. new attempt at getting back that Sword Art Online money they wasted on, uh, what are they doing this season again that we think uh, is going to be the, good? The, uh... Uh, Bokodake Gai right, Inaimashi. Right, okay, yeah. Um, it looks... Some of the character designs look pretty good. Um, the background design looks really nice and, like, painted. Yes, uh, but... But otherwise, it's a generic fantasy it's story. It's super generic fantasy. Like, all the all the monsters are just, like, goblins in, in just, like, the most unimaginative way you can imagine. There's a ton of gross fan service. Not interested. Yeah, so that's that. Yeah. Uh, then there's uh, OG Santo Marshmallow, which is um, being done by Creators in Pack, which I think is the company that also did uh, I Can't Understand What My Husband Is Saying and Komori-san. Is that right? They also did, um... They, they also worked with Trigger on the oh, short that they're doing. That's what, yeah, Hakadols. That's what I got to make something. That's right, Hakadol. Yeah. It's about a guy who is just super into marshmallows and he goes he dates a girl, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I, I, I like marshmallows, but... From what I read, I actually the girl like uh, makes fun of him or something. Oh, maybe that's it. I mean, you could, that's it has maybe they just have an unhealthy relationship. With the lady. Maybe <laughs> still, eh. yeah. Uh, Again, five minute episodes. Eh. Yeah. Uh, Next up, luck and logic. Luck and logic. Luck and logic is based on I think a, a trading card game, or it's getting a trading card game. I, it would have to be that because according to this, it is a an original. Right, but uh, like the the PV shows that it's getting a TCG at some or something. Yeah, and but basically, it's so go. It ahead. seems to just be about uh, gods come to Earth, beat everybody up. We gotta stop them from beating us up, and we do that with the most generic character designs possible. Right, like like that, like techno fantasy sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But they really just like they phone it in. Yeah, what if uh, Dead Mob Five was an anime? <laughs> I wear a hoodie and hold a gun, and that's my techno. <laughs> that's my techno fantasy look. Yeah. Uh, then there's uh, Durarara season two fucking billion. Ketsu. It's the final core of the second arc of Durarara. If you're gonna watch, I mean, if you watch Durarara, you're gonna watch this one. If you don't, you're probably not. Yeah. And that's but it. this is the end of the Durarara season two, which is finally ending. I think it's had like four cores. Ye Maybe three? I don't know. It's had too many. The, yeah. We can agree. It's not even... It should have been Bakano. Bakano deserved this many series. <laughs> like, Dorara <laughs> maybe two, but it's not It's not this good. Right. But in a way, I'm still glad that this guy... That money could have gone to much worse, worse places, I will say that. Oh, sure. So, worse you know, people. Yeah. In general. So next one. Uh, Kono Subarashi Sekai ni Shuku Fuku Wo. 
which is uh, a hot Studio Dean one, fresh out of the oven of uh, uh, Magical Girls, yeah. basically. This is 3D, right? It, no, oh, okay. this one is not. Okay. This is a light novel adaptation, which basically just seems like girls go on a fantasy adventure. Uh, not interested. Oh, nope. Uh, I looked at the PV again and I immediately skipped to a guy, uh, waving panties around. Oh, I'm even less interested now because I had forgotten about that. Oh, well. Speaking of even less interested now, Assassination Classroom Season 2. Oh, boy. Ugh, Season 1 left me with such a bad taste in my mouth that I can't even imagine looking at a second season. What a waste of really nice animation. Because, like, uh, it could have ended its first season and just been done with the story, but it seems like the guy needs to pat it out and clearly doesn't know how to, and that's the big issue. Man. Uh, Also, uh, some fairy tale spinoff being done by A1 Pictures. Fairy tale Zero or something? Yes, Fairy tale Zero, and the Zero is like, um, I forget what sound this is. It's like, oh, Fairy tale Zero is how you pronounce it. (laughs) Oops. But uh, if you like fairy tale, eh, probably be interested in that. But it's about it's it's supposed to be like the the prequel. It shows the origins of the fairy tale, as it were. Yeah, yeah. So that that's the that's the the wizards guild basically this is going right. to show how that's being built. You know, if you're going to watch fairy tale, you might watch it. Other people probably not. I don't know. Maybe it's a good place to get started. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. Unless it's like it's going to be nothing but like winks and nods towards the original. Yeah. Like, hey, you remember this thing? You remember it? Uh, Good, because we're not going to tell you about it, because I could imagine it doing that easily. That, yeah, that's also a possibility. Uh, the next up, we have uh, Maho Shoujo Nante Moli Descara. I, I legitimately can't find this on the page right now. Oh, there it is. Um, right. The description okay, so... for this makes me want to jump out a window. <laughs> exactly. It's, no, that's the same. It's about like just this random schoolgirl who um, she, who can do anything. Is That's the official description. And then one day she comes across like a magical creature called Mitten who tells her, I think you could... In a trash dump, mind you. Yeah, he's digging through trash. And he says, I think you have what it takes to be a magical girl. And he turns her into a magical girl, except she is wearing a swimsuit. And that's her magical girl outfit. No thanks. Yep, that's... Oof. Er, Wow. (sighs) Next up. I can't find this one. Uyasan wa Shishunki. You can't find no. it? No. <laughs> oh no, does it exist anymore? <laughs> Was it cancelled? Oh, there it is. It's right next to Nijiro Days. Oh, is it? Hold on. Um, so it is a, it is a gag, it's a gag for Koma manga turned into a short anime, so it's like all the things that Jordan hates. Yeah. Um, it's about a guy who moves oh, into fi- okay, I see what was wrong. I had, I had an F in, uh, entered into the search bar, so only animes that had F in the title were showing up. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, it's about a guy who moves into an apartment, and he has a landlord that looks like a little girl. It is a little girl. It just says who looks like a little girl. Yeah, no, sister. but it, 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 she but is. it's also a little girl? Yes. Okay. And then, uh... That's basically But she it. acts like an old lady, and I guess that's every joke. Uh, and that sounds like Probably. something that sounds like something that might not be the worst thing of all time and could be funny, but I'm not I'm not doing this again. Uh, <laughs> not a, a third <laughs> season in a row. <laughs> no, just keep doing it. Uh, I've done worse things. Alright, next up. Nurse Witch Kamugi Chan R, which I believe is like a a remake or like an updated version of an old anime called Nurse Witch Kamugi Chan, and it's uh, uh, I just I just couldn't care less. Whatever. Character designs look kind of cute. That's all I have to say about that this one. Girl wants to be a pop idol, becomes a magical girl. 
I think they try to juggle those two things. Was like whatever. <sighs> yep. The next up there is <laughs> oh shit, Galco Chan. <laughs> <laughs> no, Please, it's Oshite. Oh, uh, Gakko-chan, which is, uh, just this description makes me want to never ever watch it, because it's about a girl who is just very blunt in the way she speaks to people, and she just can't mince words. Isn't that crazy? Well, the issue with it, I think, is that it gives three people who are basically as different as could be in that particular idea. Uh-huh. So one person's rude, one person just, like, says whatever comes to mind, and one of them's, like, a quiet person. Yeah. And my big issue with it is the art. And it's big all right. <laughs> and it's the main character's larger breasts. Uh, yeah, lurch flat, weird flat breasts. Yeah, so it's it's off putting in multiple ways. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. And then finally, uh I put this one at the bottom because I, this sort of goes beyond like me not caring about it and me actually being like a little mad that it exists. Okay, so first of all, I was confused because I'm pretty sure they're also making a movie out of this series, and I thought, oh, why is this in the anime section? Apparently they're also making an anime about it. Anyways, you were saying. Um, so this is Aijin, and it's it's uh, a horror series about uh, there being, like, humans that live forever, basically, and but they're not very common, so the government wants to do experiments on them, and people who can, like, catch one and bring them in are going to get, like, the big, they're going to get the big dough from the government. Right, um, that cash money. And it's based on a manga, and I've read part of it, and it's pretty good. Um, I don't know if I've already said this, but it's a horror series. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. pretty damn good. Uh, this is a 3D series that looks horrible. It It is definitely all the worst parts of 3D. Yeah. Um, and that's just a shame. It's a huge waste of this otherwise pretty good series. Because it definitely seems to be doing that thing, oh, we have to cut it to 24 frames per second. Yeah. And the shadows are, like, constantly shifting in weird ways when characters move their heads. Um, yeah, it's... It it looks... It looks like it has a lot of potential, but the art style really just, like... Is really just dragging it down. Yeah, really a shame. And that's the end of the not interested segment. So now we're just gonna talk about some hot-ass... Gar- wait, wait, you know what? I just realized we're missing one on here. Are we? Yeah. There's another season of that show about uh, blood types. So, um, now we're on to poo-poo garbage. We're on to the stuff that we're just not, not even going to bother. Maybe looking at, um, we can look at it on like a train wreck sort of, but we're not looking at it, you know, for any sort of We are both watching 10 animes this season. We don't have time for this. Exactly. So, first one, Aono Kanata no Four Rhythm. Um, first of all, Gonzo Studios. Gonzo does it again. First, like, you know, red light there. Uh-huh. <laughs> First warning signal. Second warning signal is it's based on a, um, I believe it's an H visual novel. That makes sense. So, so they got the, the sex. And, um, and so that's another knock, because it includes the idea of the harem. Yeah. And other than that, like, it doesn't look terrible. It looks maybe, like, terribly generic. But, like, it's entirely about um, a world in which there's a sport that they fly around with their cool shoes, their cool techno shoes, and that's about it. I can't believe Air Gear is getting another anime. Ah, it looks like it, looks like it could be better than Air Gear. No, it like, does lie. I'm lying. lying. <laughs> this looks so much worse. Because at least Air Gear, that guy, he wanted to make that. Like, that guy loved Air Gear. No, it, I don't <laughs> think anyone wants to make this. This looks super boring. What is it? Why is it so common for, like, weird titty shows to be about people who use things in their feet to fly? 
Uh, wait, is that a thing? It's pretty... Is that common? Uh, yeah, sort of. Name one other. Like, wasn't there that one show about the guy who taught the, all the ladies, but it's okay because they were the same age? Didn't that have to do with flying? Um, Sky Wizards Academy? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. There you go, that's one. That's all I had to do. <laughs> Shit, you beat me. Uh, but yeah, so, whatever. It it could not be bad, but it looks, uh, if it's not horribly bad, it looks horribly generic. Yeah. Then, so next we have Kokaka no Pandora. Yeah, which is about, um, like, a world where just the divide between the rich and the poor just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and it's just... Everything is a huge mess, and there's, like, natural disasters are happening literally all the time on a huge scale. Uh, so let's tell the story about two robot girls getting it on. I can't find the skin, but I don't remember that at all. I think maybe I just pretended that wasn't real. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I don't want to believe that's real Maybe still. this is actually near Automata. That would be fucked up. Oh, there it is. Okay. Found it. Uh, I think yeah, and I, when I looked at the when I looked at the PV, it was like, oh, it's got a little girl with a gun, and then I was like, oh, uh, it's got a li- it's got a bunch of little girls in like bunny suits with guns. No. Anyways, that's that one. Yeah. Um. Uh. Next is uh, Gate Season Two. Uh, we've talked about Gate before. Yep. Gate is some um harem action fantasy. A jerk off garbage yeah, that is also like nationalistic in very dangerous ways right and um basically there's just like i don't think there's any saving it from being like trash um i don't think you should watch gate i think it spreads some ideologies that are not okay yeah no that's yeah so um what the hell a1 you make a lot <laughs> Thanks, of stuff a1. i don't like but really <laughs> Alright, so then we have uh, Saijaku Muhai no Bakuman. Yeah. At- which uh, hits hits both the harem and ecchi uh, <laughs> tr- d- duology that just like, yep, that's, this is not worth my time. No. So it seems like it's about, uh, also it seems about, it seems like it's got mechs in it. Uh, maybe. I don't think. So there's the trifecta. I'm not sure about that, but there is something, there's some kind of ro- robot golem thing. Right. Uh, I I read the description and it's surprisingly vivid in my mind still. But who cares? It's <laughs> it's actually stuff. These uh these these character designs all look like infant babies. Yeah, but some of them have big boobies. <laughs> no. Now here, last on the list, here's something that I care about a lot because <laughs> it's out of control. <laughs> it's so amazing so, how like how everything comes together to be like the worst thing, and I could imagine just like watching someone else review this as a train wreck. So it's a shame they don't have the original key art for this anymore on live chart because it was unbelievable. <laughs> so the okay, so let's say first we're talking about Schwarz's Martin. yes, Schwarz's Martin. So. One important thing to note uh, is that it is a spinoff of noted noted bad series Muv Love. Oh, that's the one. Mm. So whereas Muv Love is like kind of a gritty military story hidden behind a whole bunch of titty, this just looks like the edgiest <laughs> story you could tell about war. Yeah. So the original, the original uh, promo art for it was. A naked woman from behind mm-hmm. who was but, wrapped in but thorns. Both the butt and breasts were in the shot at the same time. Right. 
and uh, and Mark carved into her arm was the number six six six. Yeah. Um, not much better is the official like um logo for it, which is like a skull with like a horn coming out of it over I think like a cross. Yeah. So, uh, we need to give this one a little bit of time just to let it all sink in. So this is about, um, the East German Army's 666th <laughs> Squadron in its battles and political conflicts during the Western push in 1983. Yeah. So this is supposed to be pseudo-historical. I bet. So, this, the, the squadron is called the, pronounce it again? Uh, Swastismaken. Thank you. Yeah. You know how to pronounce these uh, European languages. It says here that... the black marks. Yeah, it says here black marks, but it's really more like, um... Uh, yeah, like black brands, as in, like, mm-hmm. well, a mark, literally, like something marked onto your skin. So, more or less, it seems like it's also supposed to be really gritty, because, like, their team is supposed to take out all the long-range firepower and ignore any distress calls if it is not part of their mission, so they just let pe- innocent people die. Damn, that's real, dude. <laughs> so real it just it just feels like the grittiest edgiest sort of thing that could be produced by a man yeah it's so first of all thanks katakawa <laughs> like who could just like the army's 666 squadron who could take that seriously it's incredible right it's it's so amazing it's <laughs> it's i just can't imagine anything edgier right now <laughs> It almost takes itself as serious as Gundam. <laughs> it looks like it takes itself very seriously. Yeah. Um, and maybe it'll actually be incredible. Like, I don't... <laughs> like, incredibly bad. Like, I'm looking at this again, about. and with this new key art, maybe this shouldn't have been on the shit list. Uh, cause I the, don't know. Because it looks like at least there's not titty. Yeah, but I feel like it's it's gonna be, like, a train wreck regardless. Maybe. In that it's it probably nothing but, like... Uh, emotional dissonance. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I think I put it on the shit list, especially because it's related to Muv Love. Sure. Which is very heavily, like, titty heavy and kind of questionable. Yeah. So I think that's my look on that. So maybe it still deserves to be there. We'll find out later. Being animated by the same company that's doing Sekou Boys. Oh, really? Yeah, Leiden Films. What a... What an odd pairing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they're just doing this one for the money, question mark? I don't I don't know what this is. God, is I don't Muff know. Is Muvlove, like, popular? Uh, Muvlove hasn't done anything in years, I think. Oh. The last Muvlove anime was 2012? Then maybe this is a passion project. <laughs> maybe. Because they also... Wait... Oh, and the original novels of Muv Love Alternative, which is based off of it, are still going? Oh. Muv Love is a weird series that continues to exist somehow, and I don't know how, honestly. Man. Oh, also, so it refers to, it refers to, um, a particular army called Beta in the, uh, in, in Schwartz's marketing and stuff, and I figured out what that stands for right now, because apparently it's a Muv Love thing. Okay. Uh, Beings of extraterrestrial origin, which is adversary of human race. That's what it stands for. Uh, I mean, hey. <laughs> there is a, there are words that start with B, E, T, and A in there. There's no official, gu- there's no guidelines for making, for shortening things that you have to follow. Right. Except for so, your dreams. So they're fighting aliens. Sure. 
in mechs. Both this and the Bahama show has stuff in it called Lux. Uh, Does it? Yeah, because in in Bahama, there's the main character is called Lux, I think. And, oh, right, and then in this, there's Lux and Magna Lux, uh, I guess, aliens, yeah. betas. <laughs> Whatever. It's a little unfortunate that the word beta is. <laughs> <laughs> I read that very differently, not knowing what that meant. <laughs> All right, and that's... Wait, did we miss another one? I felt like we missed another one. I hope not. Let's pretend yeah, we, we did. didn't. We totally missed one, oh. but we're going to... All right, so we missed one, and I feel like it's going on the not-watching list, so it's not too bad that we missed it. No. But, okay, so it's called Reikanzan, uh, Hoshikuzu Tachi no Utage. And uh, the only really thing notable about it is it's supposed to be like a fantasy comedy sort of thing, which whatever. But I just like the the final sentence of the, of the like, <laughs> description, which is just, Studio Dean notes that the anime will be full of gags. Thank God. Breaking them all. Just so you know, this comedy series gonna have comedy <laughs> things in it. Will have jokes. Breaking new ground. Thank you. Studio Dean saving it. Ugh. And the main character looks a lot like Edward Elric. Oh, you're right. Mm. Even though I think but it's a girl. wearing, like, a British flag. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Okay, now it's all the anime for the next Well, there's season. a bunch of, like, children's anime and whatever that... These are all the anime that we could see getting picked up by simulcast okay. groups that's a, for next season. That's a good situation. So stuff that we could watch. Yeah. And that's generally what we keep track of, is stuff that we could watch, because... I mean, even if there are, like, kid shows that are like, oh, man, I really want to see that, we're probably not going to. So we're keeping in mind just the stuff that we could potentially see. Yeah. And so, um, I think that brings us to the end of that. Mm -hmm. So, to uh, recap real quick, shows we're watching. Princess Stride, Akami no Shirohuki Hime Season 2, Dimension W, Haruchika, Bokodake ga Inaimashi, Dagashikashi, Showa Genroku, Rakugo Shinju, Seko Boys, and Nijiro Days. So, in three months, you'll be hearing from us just how good or bad these shows ended up. And which other shows we maybe picked up in the meantime. Yeah, exactly. Who knows what could happen? Maybe one of these anime that we aren't watching is going to turn out to be great. Maybe it's going to turn out to be bad. I don't know. Maybe. I'm really looking forward to this season. Yeah, I think, you know, I... I've seen a lot of bad opinion havers lately being like, <laughs> winter season looks pretty bad. I don't agree. Me neither. I think I'm really excited, and I think it's because there's a really good mix of, like, more serious uh, and heavy stuff and just, like, lighter fluff shows that I'm going to watch this season. So I think I'm going to have a good time. It feels like there's more diversity in this season in particular. Yeah, totally. And not always in stuff I want to watch, but just, like, in general, it seems nice that things are kind of branching out for the new year. Um, and like, again, there are like eight shows that, uh, new shows that are at least like, feel like I, it's worth my time to look into them. Yeah. But I mean, like there are weak seasons, sure. But like this one does not feel like one. Yeah. Despite what people may tell you. A lot of shows I'm interested in and there's not that many anime this season. Like it's pretty light, uh, a lot less than last season at least. So it, fe it certainly feels that yeah, way. So a good, uh, good percentage of shows look interesting this time around. Yeah, so, like, we're only looking at 45 shows, including all the kids' shows. Yeah. So, realistically, that's not, you know, 
that's not a terrible amount of shows. No. Um, some other things, just a uh, quick note of movies that are coming out. Oh, okay. Things that we won't see for season, for, you know, a season or so, because we won't see them till like, their Blu-ray released. I guess so. Just stuff to keep in mind. Um, the free prequel movie. Oh. Ah. That's finally coming out. Great. Um, I know there were a couple others from this season that were at least... Oh, um, the Persona 3 movie series is finally ending. Oh, okay. Because they're on the fourth movie. <laughs> They've done one for each season, which um, probably uh, paces out a bit better than the Persona 4 anime. Yeah. But, so that should be finishing. I'm glad they did a movie uh, a movie for every 100 hours you need to spend on that game before beating it. <laughs> Great. I mean, hey, you know, they they condense it to like two. This is easier to... And then um, there's also the Milky Homes movie, which you may know, Milky Homes, the, maybe the most progressive anime we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, it was it's surprising the continent and i still don't know who it's for but the new movie uh heavily focuses the original villain who's got like a uh, big floppy titties oh. <laughs> like i feel like to a comical degree but it's still a weird thing especially for what appears to be a series for children yeah it's it's a very weird series and you know what maybe the movie will be interesting <laughs> who knows but that's that's the big stuff. Oh, and um, Dokusei, or Schoolboys, the thing I was talking about earlier, the the Boys Love one, yeah. is coming out in theaters this season. Okay. And that's A1 as well. Man, A1 is just, like, constantly stuffed with things it's doing. It's a good thing they never run into production problems or have episodes in the middle of the season that are noticeably lower quality than the ones at the beginning. It's definitely <laughs> not like they God. have ever seemed to be stretched thin. Yeah, never. I'm so glad they know how to balance all their time properly. <sighs> they really are my day one A1. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I guess not. Okay. So, I think that comes to the end of our show, then. Yep. Uh, looking, looking forward to stuff this season, and hopefully you are, too. Uh, if you want to write in, you know, fan mail or anything about, you know, what you're looking forward to or leave a comment on whatever uh, site you may be watching, re- listening to this on. Oh, did, did we did we get no fan mail this time around? Uh, no fan oh, mail this man. time. I forgot to send out. I forgot to send out the message <laughs> for fan mail. Oh well. So we'll do that next time. Yep. But anyways, I've been Chorpsway. I've been Jordan. And this has been Chaco Disaster, the Winter 2015-2016 preview. Hope to see you guys next time. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. 